0: Dan. Dan. Dan, wake up. Dan, Dan, come on. you got to wake up. It's
1: time for the podcast. Oh, God, man. What time is it? 7 o'clock on Wednesday. What's wrong with you, man? I think I've been out for a little longer than four hours. It's a long weekend. It was a long weekend. Indeed. But it was an awesome weekend. It was. It was was our our Extra Extra Life Life weekend. weekend. Hey guys, this is Dan of Board Gamers Anonymous. We have a special online option for our contest now. If you donate $10 or more to Extra Life within the continental United States, give us a message at questions at boardgamersanonymous.com or hit us up on Facebook and Twitter letting us know you entered. As long as you donate a minimum of $10, we're going to put your name in for an entry, in which case we have multiple prizes to give away.
2: Yeah, we have copies of Revolution, uh, Mermaid Rain, Survive, uh, the Dominant Species card game and the Icon Superpowered role playing game that we keep talking about.
0: So you definitely want to take this opportunity to jump right in, especially if you hadn't had a chance to be at the Extra Life event. It's a great opportunity to help children in need and to get yourself a really great game.
3: So after you donate for Extra Life, follow us on Twitter at BGA Podcast and like us on facebook
1: so the deadline for that entry is november 20th so make sure you get to your computer jump on your smartphone and give those pledges and we also just want to say a thank you to everyone that's already donated and we're looking forward to hearing from you guys soon
2: welcome to board gamers anonymous this is a podcast about gamers and the insane fun we have at the table together this is anthony this is dan
3: this is kim
2: hey gamers this is chris Alright, guys welcome to episode 12 This is the post-extra-life edition of Board Gamers Anonymous. So, as you can guess, we're still recovering.
1: We made it, though. We made it. We did. And several of us made it the whole 25. Yes, we did. And some of us napped in a chair. (laughs) (laughs) Why, Dan? Why would you say that? I went caffeine-free. I I took my own
2: special challenge. Yeah, I was going to
1: say, I don't know how you even begun to think that was going (laughs) to work.
2: Now, people repeatedly ask me, like, Chris, okay? I'm like, he doesn't drink caffeine. I'm like, oh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, like, washing down a large coffee with a 16-ounce Red Bull was pretty awesome. (laughs) Those two flavors, by the way, don't go too well together.
2: No, but you're awake. Yeah, I definitely was. I mean we were a I... version of awake <laughs> between the two of us.
1: Yeah, when we were like really loopy and combining games. Yeah, that was great. It's like I want to play Hero Click Summoner Wars.
2: <laughs> we go to the car, bring a game back, I'm like, what are we doing with this? <laughs> Does someone want to play This is a tire?
0: <laughs> and then it was best was the uh the clocks went back an hour. So it was like, hey, it's three o'clock. No,
2: it's back. We lost a whole hour. That was literally the worst moment of day. I wanted to cry a little.
1: But the one thing I did love is uh, just like on that Virgin no sleep, me and Anthony were like, oh, man, we should do like Lords of Waterdeep again. We got like five hours left. We went out. We got the game. We came back in. We asked one person, you want to play Lords of Waterdeep? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, all right, well the hell this I'm like, we'll just do this another time. Put the box down and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> Too was, tired to try.
2: It was pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> and of course, the one person who made it the strongest the whole way was Kim, who we thought would be asleep by 10.
1: Oh yeah, we had actually had like money on a pool on it and everything.
3: <laughs>
2: she thought, destroyed us.
3: I thought it was going to be asleep by 9, funny thing.
1: But all, I mean, all, my favorite thing of that night though was just seeing everyone breaking out those games that we have yet to see. Sure. Like I finally
2: got to see Zombicide in action. Oh, my goodness. Did you see anything but Zombicide in action? Yeah. Frank's well, Zombicide. That's the story of the night.
1: When he used both expansions, and it took up two full tables, and there was just legions of those zombie icons on the side. I'm like, what is
2: happening here? Yeah. yeah, he
1: played 12 hours of Zombicide. Yeah, one in the game took like nine. Sure. The, the game with both the expansions at the same time, that was berserk.
2: Yeah, they were there until like, what, 2.30 or 3 in the afternoon? Yeah. We went home at 9.30 a.m. They started setting up at 5 a.m., <laughs> Yeah, that was ridiculous. 5 a.m. is when they started, and they didn't get done until And then he 12. went home, and then he went to work, and then he came back. And mm-hmm. played again. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Frankly, it's on the side.
1: I was going to say, I mean, you got to admire someone that can love the game that much, where it's just like, as soon as the game's done, again, now. We're playing <laughs> again now.
2: Yeah. Now, he texted me on Facebook and apologized that he didn't get Formula D out. I was like, no, man. <laughs> it was totally worth it, because when are you ever going to do that ever again? Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Clearly zombies got his brains. <laughs> yeah. He made sure to tell me that they won. They beat the zombies. I'm sure I'm
0: sure at that hour it was just delusional. Yeah we won. It's yeah, let's just not gonna You're dead now, <laughs> see?
1: <laughs> that works too. Why would we be using the dice the entire time? But I, I mean I gotta say, like, after seeing that game in action, I wanna play it bad now because it looks amazing. But when I just saw how many chits and how many miniatures and everything else, I was just like, I don't know if my brain can process all this in one sitting.
2: <laughs> well, you need the six hours or whatever it takes to yeah. play it.
1: I feel like you know, like it—it's almost flashbacks to like the first time we played Rune Wars. Yeah. Where they, I think we know what we're doing. Well, the first <laughs> two seasons in, we don't know what we're
0: doing. <laughs> the first time uh, Frank broke, broke out Zombicide, I played it with him. And I had the girl who was wearing the roller skates, so she moved right. extra, extra You just distance. ended the game in ten minutes. And I ended
1: the game on my second <laughs> turn. I was like, "Done." Wait. And Frank, and Frank was like, "What? How did that happen? Like, what is it? You have to like find something, like an item or something." Frank didn't. Frank
0: didn't get some of the rules correct. So like, you had to get to like a certain objective. Yeah. And like, he didn't spawn spawn the zombies correctly. So I kind of skated. Right past the zombies, got to the objective like on the second turn. I was like, Oh, that was that was a game. I, I
1: guess so. For a zombie yeah. apocalypse, things were surprisingly barren. Well, if well, you well, have it's
2: a gates... tutorial game, it was a tutorial, <laughs> yeah. And it was like 11 o'clock, so you know, we were tired, anyways. It was not an extra life night, no, so. it was not. <laughs> I want to go home, we're done. We were. we're done. Like, can I do this and then do this?
1: Yeah, you can. Okay, I'm done. I just <laughs> want to say that episode of Walking Dead. We need this medicine. Everyone's going to die. They go in, get it, leave, problem solved. Like, no, no adversity. No drama. On, Everybody's
2: alive. <laughs> they're
0: happy. No
1: scary music. Cooking just...
0: s'mores. and <laughs> like like roller just... skating. <laughs> they didn't have roller skates if they only had roller skates. Yeah, right? It was saved everything. <laughs> it's the zombie's one weakness.
2: <laughs> roller skates. <laughs> roller skates. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Extra Life. You know, all kidding aside, was amazing. It went exactly as planned. Twice, three times as good as we planned. Um, yeah. Couldn't even imagine it going this well. It was, it was awesome. And it, probably
0: we should, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be quite a long list. I don't know if you, you have it all prepared, but
2: there's so many people to thank. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, everybody who came out, I think we had, I don't have a total number, but I'm estimating around 75 to 80 people came out, which is amazing. We were hoping for 35.
0: Yeah, we ran out of tables. We ran out of chairs. We were pulling chairs in from other places. We had people walking around the store even looking just for a place to play, because we had so many people there, and I know we were, and originally we were a little concerned, but man, we packed that store for a consistent amount of time.
3: Yeah, and, that was even, awesome.
0: and even when we ended, we had a lot of people there. There were games going, it's 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning, games are still
2: going, people are still playing.
1: Yeah, I mean, at 8, I was shocked that, like, four of the tables were in use at 8 o'clock in the morning.
2: Sure. Yeah, so many you people know. made it. And we were afraid we'd be the only ones there, you know, after 5 a.m., but there was a good twenty people in the store with us at yeah. eight o'clock in the morning, and there was people still coming, which was strange too, yeah, that was nuts
1: yeah, that was really good too and i by the way, I want to give a special shout out to Mike Miley. Who, despite the advice of everyone around him, made the full 25 hours.
2: <laughs> yeah, he did.
1: Like, five hours before the event was over, people were like, you should go home, you should lay down. He was a trooper. He stuck it out. <laughs> he stuck it out.
2: <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anybody that tired still awake.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think he actually retained the last three hours of the event, you know.
2: It was a, a sleep-induced blackout. It's not...
1: <laughs> yeah, because, uh, like, at one point, like, uh, we were just like, hey, let's just buy some random hero clicks and start a war with each other. And he's like, we're doing it! We bought what eight hero clicks we you know took turns drafting them or whatever and then he just like kind of was sleeping with them in his hand <laughs> and then we didn't have a map and he's like all right, i'm gonna attack and he's rolling hero clicks instead <laughs> of dice. i'm like sure you hit why not you win." he's like cool i'm good and, then he, just, and he just walked away <laughs> it was awesome
2: <laughs> yeah but it was that was the best part of the whole thing like all the people who came out and everybody was just so excited to be there the whole time i mean yeah. i got there at quarter to ten With the back of my car full of games, Um, you know. And before we thank anybody else, we have to thank all the publishers and designers who sent us so much stuff.
1: And what was great is we had like once people saw that table of the prizes, everyone was like, "I want to get more chances. I want to donate more." And that's what was fantastic. Like everyone that gave us prizes for those giveaways, thank you so much because we raked in like four times what we were aiming for, and plus we're still running the online option too.
0: Yeah, you should check out Facebook, because we have a great photo of the games all set up. And it's almost a shame that you can't see all of the games, but literally a wall full of games. Great games, everyone was really excited, and
2: it kept everyone's energy going to the end of the event. Yeah, you know, people like Earl, who was just, you know, jumping up and down every time the raffle came out. (laughs) (laughs) Raffle! Raffle! (laughs) When my voice started to go around midnight, he was taking over for me. It was great.
1: It was great, and one of my favorites was one of the early wins was... uh, the Downfall of Pompeii.
2: Oh, yeah. Mike won that.
1: Yeah. yeah, and it was great because everyone's like, oh, what is this? And like when somebody heard it's like survive except with fire instead of water. <laughs> they're like, this is awesome. <laughs> and they
0: broke that out
2: immediately and started playing it, which was great.
1: Yeah, and I love the little volcano where you actually chuck the people into it. With it. <laughs> that was so cool.
2: Yeah, that was one of the best parts is when somebody would like open up a game right away or do something creative like with Zombicide or Earl stacking his talk talk woodman. you know, like three high yeah we had, we it's had like three we had games
1: th- combined yeah right? we had
0: three trees high Yeah. and Kim and I played for the first time and that was a lot of fun how'd you do Kim
3: I got negative 70 points nice <laughs> alright <laughs>
1: right. did you just punch the bottom <laughs> of it <laughs> I killed that tree this <laughs> is for the week bam
3: because what he did was they put the three trees close together so we took two swings on each tree this was sure. afterwards we took two swings on each tree. So the first one Aww. I got like one point. And then the second one I went to get it and then knocked into the other tree and they both fell down. Aww. <laughs> it's like We're, I'm out. Yeah, but that,
0: that was an extreme extreme tree roll. that yeah. was a It was fun bit though. Yeah. <laughs> And we, obviously, we also have to um, thank Paul from Myriad Games Staten Island for keeping the store open as long as he did and staying with us because yeah. that was a, an incredibly long event to have to run a store.
1: And that was another thing that was great too because originally he was just going to stop by for a few hours sure. and his staff was going to run the store. And then he just went, oh, I'll write it out, too. And he stuck around with us the whole night, and then he was opening the next day. Sure. So he's another champ, man. I, I give him tons of credit for being able to last that long.
0: And that's one of the things that's really important. So while you may be buying some games online, definitely support your local game stores because they're just as big of fans as you are, and they really support the hobby. So Paul did a great job, and we really... Encouraged and saw a lot of people buying games and, and miniatures the whole night. So that was great to see, too.
1: And that was one thing that was awesome, too. Like, just by people playing these different games, people, as soon as they saw them, like, I haven't played this in so long, I'm going to get it right now. Yes. And it's so cool because once you're in that environment, like, once you're around with your friends and everyone's picking up a few titles, it's just going to be like a cascade of fun because you're going to try out this, you're going to go for this game. And that's something you can only get in your local game stores.
2: Yeah. All right. So let's just run down some of the people we have to thank because there's just a lot of them and hopefully we don't forget anybody because did
3: you write a list or i did
2: not write a list okay. but we're, we're too gonna many, try to remember i think there's too many people
0: for a list yeah because mm. like we said we had 75 85 people and probably more because we couldn't keep track of all the people coming in and out um paul obviously running the store and his staff brian and andrew great help yelovich was tremendous he was running a game for i think A good dozen hours himself which really helped the donations a big deal and really appreciate that it was a lot of fun DJ Meeple DJ Meeple (laughs) we had our very own DJ the entire night and he had he was running his playlist which was tremendous so we had music the entire time and uh, I mean obviously big shout out to Sherry from Stenton Board Gamers which we're all a part of she pulled in a lot of money Um, she you know contacted her school and the children and they donated a big, a big chunk of money for for the charity.
3: Yeah, yeah I mean,
1: even in general, just like there was some people like that was randomly stopping in, uh, you know, like going to the shop next door, and then they heard all the noise, came, checked out what's going on, and every so often a couple of people were like, oh, you know, can I just donate like, you know, two three bucks, or whatever. So just random passerbys, just from seeing what was going on, was coming in to check it out, which was another great thing. So basically, I mean, because uh, like you said, the list is so long. If I made eye contact with you, shook hands with you, played a game with you, talked to you, or got in any correspondence with you in the last two weeks, I just want to say thanks.
0: Yeah, we had to thank New York One. We were actually on uh, the news yeah, which was for the awesome event. Too. It was great. Yeah. So, a uh, big shout out to Allison for uh, uh, interviewing us and recording that
2: event for uh, broadcast because I think that brought some people in as well. Yeah, it was fantastic. She was waiting there when I got there in the morning. I was like, this is
1: going to be a good day, <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is a good way to start.
0: Yeah. And, and especially to all our friends, all our listeners, all the gamers who came in, who donated money, who supported us, who brought in donations to give, you know, to raffle off or auction off during the day. And definitely a big shout out to George, who just completely dominated the auctions by bringing in so many great games that you would never have an option to get to. And it was like, wow, I've never... Oh, I remember hearing about this game... And you know, for a couple of bucks for the charity,
2: you got to play classic games that you never, you know, never thought you would see again. Yeah, the looks on people's faces opening up those maps. Yeah, those old fifties and sixties, seventies Avalon Hill games. Yes, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, and Drew, Drew was a great help too. He brought oh, in a lot of games for us. Yeah,
0: Drew and and his uh, all his friends, and uh, game designers and game and game publishers and reporters, they all brought a lot of a lot of games down. And it was really exciting to see all the games just lined up there and everyone excited to see, especially for the new publishers that gave us new games that we could kind of show to a huge amount of people, demo it there. Everyone got excited and everyone was asking us where we got the game and where they could get it. And uh, a big thanks to, us. I mean, obviously all the publishers, game designers, um, Steve Jackson Games for such a large donation that really kind of gave us a basis to keep running raffles the entire night.
1: Yeah, and it was, it was also good to see so many people walking out with something. Yes. Like, we were able to give them a little something back and everything, which was awesome. Because, you know, anyone that went that long in the night, anyone that was playing games 10, 12, 14 hours, it was good to see people, like, walk away happy, everyone, like, had a good time, Everyone felt like they got a little something and everyone gave, which was fantastic.
2: Yeah, 8 a.m., I think it was, I was like, we should see who hasn't won, and then kind of put their name in the raffle. Everybody had won except one person. So there was like twenty of us there. I'm like that is that's perfect raffle. You yeah. Know? Like and some people won multiple times. Everybody bought multiple tickets, but there was just that many prizes out there, that many options, uh, the auction, everything else. It was just it was really cool. I don't feel like anybody went home disappointed.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was just such a good time. And
2: we uh a big shout out to our friend uh John, one of our listeners who stayed the entire time as well. Yeah, John, it was great to meet you. Um, and yeah, he joined us, I played Catan with you, you played Spirium with Dan, right?
1: Yeah, and I still haven't gotten to play Catan.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we really just he set it up. You the... it and
1: I did it with you and I was like, ah! Yeah,
2: yeah, we set it up for the news cameras and it was Rob's like old school, like first edition yeah. Settlers of Catan. That thing looked awesome. So it was really cool, like the wood pieces, no plastic.
1: And 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 um and then like on one of our like auctions, there was the travel version of Catan, I was like, I'm going to go for this! And I won it, um, I beat our friend Frank by just a couple bucks on the bid, and he had that sad puppy dog face, and I'm like, hey, Frank, you want to trade? Like, you know, so I had Catan for all of uh, 14, maybe 17 seconds, and then just as quick as I got it, I lost it,
2: so. Fortunately for you, I have the exact same copy. Yeah, no, I I
1: still gotta learn how to play that game.
2: Sure. (laughs) That's the bucket list.
1: Yeah, very much figure start with the incredibly heavy Euros, then
2: learn the classics, you know. <laughs> yeah, then I'll be like, what is this? Why is it so boring?
1: The one thing I can't wait for, though, is, um, like, I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks where when people won those games that they may not have normally gone for. Because, you know, sometimes you're in a store and you're looking at a game, it's like 50 or $60, and you're you're on the fence, you're not really sure if it's your style. But when you win it, there's no reason not to play it. So I'm looking forward to see, like, what people thought, like, the guys that won Canterbury. Yeah. You know, they're into, like, I know that group is into a lot of team games. They like Flashpoint Fire and Rescue. They like Pandemic, Castle Panic. Canterbury, it's kind of interesting because it is a team game. With that, you're trying to just get a little better for yourself mechanic, too. So this will be the first game they have that has that mechanic. So I'm looking forward to what they think of it. I know when people were playing Downfall of Pompeii, they were incredibly happy. We heard so much cheering from that table, <laughs> which was a great way to start the day off, too. That was hysterical. You know, every so often, like, every, like, five, ten minutes, you say, ah! <laughs> like when people got the volcano, had to like toss them in the volcano or whatever. So it's, it's really good just to see that. And I'm looking forward to like, you know, when people are breaking out these new things at the table, get us a chance to try out some new games too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we also want to thank uh, Renee for providing a absolutely incredible ongoing buffet. Uh, she actually came up to the store four different times. So we had breakfast, lunch, dinner, and breakfast again at 8 a.m. So a real big shout out to Renee. Thank you for everything actually great food and actually healthy food. So, um, you're never really sure if people are going to be into vegan food. And people were kind of running back and forth and the trays were just empty within minutes. Uh, especially for, I think, Renee's brownies. And, oh, yeah. And the uh, veggie burgers kind of went just like instantly.
1: The one thing I thought was funny is uh, when there was the two trays of wraps, people were like, oh, it's vegan? I don't think it's, you know, I'm good. And then after like five or six people went up and got them and then went back for seconds... Everyone started going, oh, I'm going to go get one now. Like, like <laughs> I don't even want it, but I just want to eat it. So you, <laughs> And it was great because, you know, and that's the other thing that was really good, too. Like, just having, like, a good, you know, if you ever, like, decide to run big events like this, it's a lot of little things you might miss. But just making sure there's a good, like, steady influx of food, like, fresh foods, you know, like, coffee runs. That was another thing that was great. People were doing coffee runs, and they were just checking with everyone. So people were going out with, like, a notepad. And, you know, it's like the little and things like that really help bring it together. And even if you guys didn't get to have your own Extra Life events, like this was so much fun. I want to just do a big night of gaming like that again. So, you know, I encourage everyone out there, like set up something with your local game store. Even if you just do a 12-hour, like, hey, we're going to game from 12 to 12 this Saturday. Set up something like that because it is so awesome being able to just see all the people, like people you may not have seen for a while, people get together for events. So you put a little bit of planning in it, set it out, like, you know, throw out that notice like a month in advance. And you get to have all this fun, which is like one of the best things in the world.
0: Especially when you have that many people around. We were able to demo a lot of games that people hadn't seen. So maybe they couldn't, there wasn't enough room for them at the table, but they could actually watch the game and they're like, wow, that was a lot of fun. It's, I've seen that on the shelf, haven't got a chance to play it, but now that I saw you guys play it, I'm going to go pick it up.
1: Yeah, that's so, what happened with uh, High Command, which was awesome. Sure. Love that game. I know it's still not one of your favorites. I don't know, man. I, I know I shouldn't like it as much as I do, but there's just something about it. I just dig it. I think mainly because it's not Dominion.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, I can't disagree with you there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Physically, (laughs) it it is not Dominion. (laughs)
1: Like, in Dominion, it's like, okay, discard a card. In this game, it's like, I'm blowing up your tank. Like, I like that. (laughs) Maybe because it's a little more confrontational, like, deck builder, and there's not too many of those. I just love that game so much.
0: So as far as the 25 hours go, what was your best moment of that whole event?
1: Um, Teaching people high command, really, it was great, because... The game isn't, like, that popular in a local area. So seeing people going, like, oh, can I try that? Can I try that? And having those eight decks, it was great, because multiple people got to try it out. That was really fun. And I got to play Battlestar again. Ah,
0: how'd that go? It took forever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was, uh, like, a six-hour Battlestar game, which should never, ever, ever happen anywhere, ever for anybody. (laughs) Like, um, the one thing I noticed in that game is... In the beginning, when nobody knows who the Cylon is, I get the mistrust, and you're trying to figure out what to do. But once you know who the enemy is, that game should just go like this. Like, this should not be, oh, well, if he puts in this, it should just be like, best cards, let's win, let's go home, let's find Earth, let's, like, you know, leave. And for some reason, it was slower once we knew who the enemy was, which is, like, unheard of. (laughs) But, I mean, it was still a great plan. Sure. And yet again, I was a human. Boo hiss. But you won. Yeah, I won. But you know, I, like games. I <laughs> wanted to be
0: a Cylon. <laughs> I think uh, Nick was Cylon. Yeah, Nick, Nick was Cylon because
1: Nick is always, always Cylon.
0: Nick is always a Cylon.
1: Um, and George was a Cylon, so he stole ah, my thunder. Because <laughs> I wanted that seat, man. I would to go <laughs> deal with the Cylon card. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun playing that game again. Bowser is like one of my favorite trading mechanic games. Sure. Even if it is uh, longer than all the Lord of the Ring movies put together.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think my favorite gaming moment through the night was when Denise whipped out those custom Time's Up cards at 5 a.m. And now, I was really (laughs) tired. I was really, really tired. Like, I'm sitting there, and I'm pretty sure there are moments missing from that game. Oh, yeah. Because we get to the second or third round, I'm like, I've never heard that card in my life before. And I know that I've heard it at least twice. Same here. Yeah. But
1: the only thing that killed me about the custom cards is some of her friends are way too smart for me. Yeah. So even with the hint at the bottom, I'm like, who is this?
2: Well, it wasn't cool either because the way they split the teams up, it was like everybody who'd played Time's Up six times and
1: wrote the cards. And
2: wrote the cards <laughs> against us. Yeah. And like three people who'd never played the game before. But,
1: but I do like at the end where. Um, so if you never play Time Up, it's basically. Is it thirty seconds or forty-five? Thirty. Thirty seconds. You get these cards. First round, you can say whatever you want, do whatever you want. You can say everything outside of this card is Jack Black, and your team can take a million guesses. Totally cool. Second round, you're still using those same cards, so you're gonna start picking up context clues, because the second round you only get to use one word, but you can still like sing, you know, like dance, like hum tunes, whatever you want to do. Team gets one guess. They get it wrong. Card goes in the back, you go to the next name. Third round, gesture No sound. Like, you can only make sounds, but no words. So it got to the point where when you're familiar enough with the cards, people just strike a pose or whatever, and they're calling it out. So that's kind of the fun of the game. But when you're delirious from sleep deprivation, and it's people you never heard of in your life, you have to get a little creative. So when we went, I saw what the six cards were in the order. <laughs> and then when it, the, it was our team again, I was just calling out those cards in the order. <laughs> so our actor was just like, um, er, ah, uh, and we were getting them. And, and then everyone on the other team was like, what is happening?
2: <laughs> but that, that was, was great, fun. too, because yeah. it was Tom who couldn't even hold his stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He was just hysterical the whole time. He
1: was crying laughing, was which so was bad. one of the greatest things I ever saw in my life. At one point, he saw a card that he thought was so funny, he just stood there crying for 30 seconds, and <laughs> we're like, I-, I don't know who this is supposed to be.
2: <laughs> but it's really funny. Yeah,
1: oh, it, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I mean, we got demolished by like 40 points. It yeah, was it embarrassing, did. our score at the end, but it was still...
2: <laughs> but Denise was spot on. That was the best game to play at 5 a.m. Oh, yeah. It was the last game I played, because yeah. after that, I was like, I can't even. I need to walk <laughs> around. And... <laughs> you guys just kept walking around like, you want to play this? And like and like you'd wander away
0: <laughs> just like you'd forget what you were saying like we should play this Oh, I gotta walk over when, here for a second. When's the
2: next raffle, you guys? <laughs> and I wouldn't even know if someone would just yell at me. Are we doing a raffle? Oh, yeah. Well, sure, we are. <laughs> time it, is
0: it. It kept people going. They yeah, kept looking it, forward yeah. to the raffles. And I think that was some of the best parts, too. We thought it was, you know, you, you play the tickets. People would kind of be like, oh, who won? That's fine. But there was just like outrageous explosions each and every time there was a raffle.
1: Yeah. Well, like, yeah. my favorite was it was almost like the New Year's Eve drop. Because like every so often, like, Two minutes to raffle! Like from, <laughs> from the back. That was great. It was, like, you know, people were like so jonesing for those.
2: During the heart of it, when the most people were there, people would start coming up to me like eight minutes beforehand. I'm like, it the raffle time. It's the raffle time, right? Because the raffle because the clock on the wall was, was fat. six minutes fast.
1: Yeah, and they're like, my ticket's in the box, right?
2: Can you make yeah, sure I'm gonna my ticket's like, there? <laughs> we got ten minutes, and I'm playing a game. And no, go <laughs> <don't> away. <worry.
0: laughs> I think was funny too that Crustmasters, one of the games that a lot of people wanted,
2: just oh. sat in the sat there for almost the entire night. That was like night. our seven
1: o'clock winner or something yeah. like that. Frank
2: won at seven a.m. Yeah. And it only came out one time before that, and it was the one person in the room who already owned it.
1: Yeah. So, but like that and that was great too, because Frank, his face lit up when he saw he yeah. won that game. Because that game is awesome. Yeah. It it's still, it remains one of the things that it's so cute and adorable. And when you play it, it's just brutal and cutthroat. So it's like it
0: has a... He already said that he's going to buy all the expansions now, too. Well, that is Frank. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: true. <laughs> he's got that put three Side expansions in one night. Why wouldn't he?
0: It's true.
1: Because I think he has the titanium at Myriad, too.
0: He does. So. We've ruined his life.
1: <laughs> Look what you did. 12-hour a... Crossmaster. You're welcome, Myriad Games.
0: <laughs> when we say Board Gamers Anonymous because it's addictive...
2: Kinda kinda kind, of, mm-hmm. kind of state the mm-hmm.
1: truth there. Yeah, we're both the sponsors and the
2: dealers. It's exactly. <laughs> so about you, came. what would you say your favorite moment was of the event?
3: Um well I only got to play one game that entire time. Yeah, so you were a rock
2: star. You were just I, I all over just, the place all day. I was
3: trying to get people to play games. Like uh that that kid John. He he comes into the store. I didn't know that. He's in the store every so often. Denise knows him. Uh, and uh I saw him, like, he'll be just standing there. And that's, I actually, that's what uh, I did to get to Spearium. I was like, how, hey, have you ever played Spearium before? I was like, no. I was like, damn, bring out Spearium so you can play it. And then I also, like, tried to, to go to him into playing Zombicide and other stuff, so it was good.
1: And I love that you suggest that, because it was great. When I was walking through the store with that box, people were like, oh, you, you're doing Spearium now? Well, this is going to be done in an hour. Can I play Spearium in an hour? People would just... That game, I guess it picked up a bit in the popularity. Maybe people heard the podcast. Maybe. But that game is awesome. It's still one of my favorite things whenever we get to play it together.
0: I think I played two games. You and Anthony, you and I played two games. It was... Um, Summoner Wars. We played one game of Summoner Wars, and we also played uh, Boss Monster? Yeah, Boss Monster. Played one game of that.
1: And one thing I love is um, when we're talking about just like people from you know different gaming backgrounds coming together for this stuff, uh, one of the guys that you were playing Boss Monster with is Guy Paul. He's one of the Heroclix players. He's never played any of these type of board games before. But once we told him, it's like, hey, did you ever play 8-bit Nintendo? Go play Boss Monster. And he liked it. He said it was a good game.
2: Yeah, we have fun with Paul.
0: Yeah, I got lucky. I went one those rooms where you could discard a room to get a spell. And then at the end, I had a handful, I had a handful <laughs> of spell cards. And I was like, and Anthony's like, Chris is, on, Chris is only one more guy away from uh, winning the game. And, like, and you guys just started like throwing cards at me. I was like,
2: yeah, Counter. Counter. Munchkin Counter. He, It, was, it, it, it munch- turned into Munchkin It turned into Munchkin <laughs> Did
0: you actually
1: just do it where you didn't even look at anyone You just threw their hand of cards <laughs> on the table It's like
2: no I, I'm pretty sure I win guys
0: Just, just stop And was, then we'll, uh, we'll put the game away I think you were saying Paul um, He played a He played a card to, for everyone to discard their hand yeah, So I lost all of my cards Ooh. But then pulled, got lucky and pulled one up That was able
2: to take out the last guy yeah, it was. Everybody got two rooms and one spell, so we all reset to zero. But you got the one spell, and we couldn't do anything about it. Sure. So. But that one room was discard a room and
0: get a spell, which just kind of
2: yeah,
0: it's a little broken in that way. But it was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah,
2: no, I love that game. It's fun, and it doesn't take long, even when it does kind of drag at the end. Who won a uh, who won boss monster from the raffle? Um, I want to say Miley. I think it might have been
0: Miley because he was really. Really excited because he got the promo, the signed promo with yeah. it oh, too. Yeah, yeah. That he was very beautiful. Excited.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I want to see that in action. That thing looked awesome. Yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah. We tried to get him to pull it out, and he wasn't sure he wanted to. He's
1: like, <laughs> "It's too pretty to open. Yeah. Yeah, just
2: keep it in the yeah. Like, you can borrow it with sleeve, man. Just put it... <laughs> just keep it in that hard plastic get it in, in the game. It. It's the boss. It doesn't move.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, oh, that game is really fun too. That's another one I want to break out for again because I haven't got to play that one in a couple of weeks either.
2: Yeah, yeah. Luckily, it's quick it's not like all the other games we didn't quite get to (laughs) take three hours
0: so just once again a big thank you for to everyone for showing up supporting us bringing in games donations all the publishers all the game designers pull from the store brian andrew yelovich everyone who helped out our family our friends the donations of food renee's food um, everyone who made a like like Dan was saying a coffee run, and everyone who just participated coming down that day. It was a great atmosphere. Everyone loved it. The demoing went continuous throughout the whole entire day. Um, we were everybody was appreciative of the um, the industry and all the games that we were playing. So thank you to everybody, and uh, hopefully we'll come back again next year and, and even do it bigger.
1: Yeah, that'll be awesome.
2: Yeah, we have to rent some space next year. I think so. We need to pick a store. Okay, let's yeah. Just take
1: over that yogurt shop store. Everyone, ours. This is ours now.
2: We're going to buy yogurt. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> so just keep those taps flowing. Everyone, load up your cup. Now I got one question for you guys. Now we saw a whole bunch of games there. We saw people breaking out games of yesteryear and everything. Question, is there anything on the horizon that you're looking for? Well,
0: I'm definitely looking at uh, Caverna. That looks like a lot of fun. It's getting some great reviews. Um, I'm actually a fan of... Agricola, or as people, as our podcast friends call it, misery farming.
1: I love that name. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: a bit uh, that every time I I, I hear that, I laugh because it's true. And I I gotta be honest like, you look at the game, you're like, this is gonna be horrible, but it's so much fun. (laughs) My favorite
1: don't want to do it. I know it's just, I love the feeling in that game. It's like, oh, do you want to feed your kids, but you have to eat your pet? (laughs) (laughs) It's like the game of the worst choices ever.
0: (laughs) Well, actually, this time uh, Earl broke it out with uh, heating the Houses, which was a new... The Moors. Yes. Yeah. So you actually had to heat your rooms in the houses, and you had to chop down the trees that were over your land, and it was... I'm like, why would you do this? Why would
1: you make this game so much harder? I was going to say, if there's one thing Agricola was lacking, it was adversity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: in another three levels of complexity. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed it. And uh, a lot more complexity, a lot more randomness, because... You get a card that begins the game. It shows you where the moors go and where the trees go. So my card had the moors and the trees surrounding my building area. So before I could even get started, I had to kind of like wipe everything away. A lot of fun, definitely an additional dynamic, but I'm hearing Caverna is actually even better.
2: Yeah. I don't love Agricola, but okay. I do want to try Caverna. And it's not that I dislike this type of game. I played Gates of Loyang the other night with Drew, and I liked that. Did so it's, like, it's good. Did you like it better? The Agricola? Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Was yeah. it because of the lack of gluten?
2: Because you don't have to eat your pets? Well, there's still wheat. There's still wheat. Okay. It, it is vegetarian, though. That's right. nice. Um, it is, it's more of a marketplace type game. You're not growing things so much as... I mean, you grow them, but it's not about farming and keeping your kids alive so much as uh,
1: <laughs> I like games where you don't have to keep your kids alive. Yeah, it's easier. You don't have to worry about it. Fend for uh, yourselves.
2: <laughs> yeah. We were going to assume they're okay. It was fun, though. And it's a little quicker. I mean, it wasn't quicker the time we played it, but I can tell it's a quicker game. That's what I hear about Caverna. It's not as brutal
0: as far as being able to feed your family. There's a lot of ways to do that. And it doesn't have the card drafting mechanic. You don't have a pile of cards, but there's a a ton of tiles that you can buy throughout the game that gives you additional bonus points.
1: That's the thing. I mean, I've been looking up that game more and more, and it does look so awesome. The one thing that kind of scares me is this game is going to be pricey. Sure. I think it's like $90. Yeah. Ouch. That's a lot of dollars. Yeah, But, I mean, if you guys are interested, I would definitely gladly pull in on this one. I mean, it it does look really cool. The components look really nice. I mean, I don't, the fact that it's, like, with a cave and everything, I don't know, maybe it's just those D&D instincts kicking into me, but I'm like, yeah, that's going to be better. There's no reason it should be, but I just <laughs> it fits into that theme that I like. But, I mean, and it's a Z-Man game. Sure. Z-Man has made a lot of awesome
0: stuff in the past. But... And uh, speaking about Z-Man game, you were talking about Terra
1: yeah, Taramiska has just got re-released recently and uh, this thing has been flying off the shelves. I've checked a few online retailers where last week it's like 165 copies in. today it's like 22. Yeah.
2: I know people have been talking about that for a long time. They've
1: been waiting for a reprint of this game for ages. Yeah. So I actually I'm picking up one because I figure if I don't get it now I might really regret it in like two months from now. Mm-hmm. Even though I like, I looked up a little bit about how the game works, the, it's It sounds a little similar to Canterbury in the regards of it's not random and dice rolls and luck, it's a lot of your planning. What do you want to build up? What do you want to invest in? And like everything can be built up multi level. So there's like a religion track and there's like production and you know your like your resource pools and everything. So it definitely looks awesome. There is a ton of wooden components, buildings and pieces and cubes and so I mean there's at least a lot of component weight for what you're paying for. And I figure, like I said, I mean, something that I want to grab now, let's just say somehow, somehow this thing bombs out and we don't like it, which I'm sure we're going to, this is like a game that you can probably flip
2: in like five
1: months for, you know. When it's out of print again. Yeah. Which, I mean, a lot of these games, you know, if there's a game that you've ever been on the fence about, you know, sometimes you got to pick it up because if you don't, you really regret it. Like me with bootleggers. I'm still waiting for that re-release because I didn't grab it the first time I saw it, and I, I'm regretting it every time. I want those stupid little trucks. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I don't care how it plays. It has trucks. It has trucks and guns. You know, how can you go wrong with that? Trucks <laughs> and guns.
2: Yeah. That was another highlight of the event. Trucks and guns? Cash and guns. Were, oh, yeah. <laughs> at, like, what, Seven thirty, eight thirty in the morning with Casey and his oh, kids? Oh, yeah. That game was hysterical. Yeah. It was so simple and so... Getting shot to death by nine-year-olds. So yeah, that was good. <laughs>
1: uh, no, I don't like that. Now your money's mine. Yeah, you know, like, like, did you see this game Cashing Guns, by the way?
3: I so saw you had, like, foam guns and, and you were pointing at one another yeah. and then you put it away and then you pointed at somebody else like, what are we doing?
1: Yeah, it's literally the game is one, two, three, aim your gun at somebody and then you turn over whether or not you used real bullets because you only have so many bullets in the chamber and then if somebody gets taken out they don't get any cut of that prize pool and the money gets distributed evenly and it's just trying to get the most money by murdering your friends
0: (laughs) and it's these giant orange guns oh yeah so it's like you're looking over from
1: another table like and what is going on over there (laughs) that game is what Monopoly should be I'm ruining friendships and I'm killing friends and I'm taking all their money and it's over in 10 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't the...
2: last long enough to actually hate each other.
1: <laughs> and I also love the fact like, oh, you've been shot. Okay, flip your guy face down and then you get a Band-Aid because that's what happens after someone gets <laughs> shot. Band-Aids. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a game I definitely want you to try out. I think you are gonna have a lot of fun with it, Kim.
3: It, looks, it sounds complicated, actually. <laughs> like,
1: how, Point the a gun at somebody. What's hard? On this? But
3: you're pointing the gun at somebody. What are you doing? You flip a card and you, you get You choose it, a card from bullets? the pile.
1: You actually, yeah. Like, there's blanks. You get two bullets and then a super fast bullet that beats other bullets. <laughs> super bullets. Yeah. So you get either click click, bang or bang bang bang. Okay. And that's and that's it. It is one of the fastest games ever.
2: It was perfect at 7.30 in the
1: morning. Oh,
3: wait. What if nobody points at you, though?
1: Then you know you're not going to get killed, and you're you definitely in the cut of money for money. No, you still flip over, because you may have shot somebody else, oh. and then you're taking their cut of the money, and you are you know you're safe, you're going to get cash <laughs> that round. So uh, it was simple. I just looked at Andy, and I'm like, hey, you're wearing the same hat I am. I'm not going to shoot you at any time soon, so we just get pointed <laughs> at everyone else at the table. And at one point, every other gun was only on us.
3: How did it feel <laughs> pointing it at a nine-year-old? It was pretty funny. I
1: liked. There is one thing we did get to do though. We got to do the last event on the Fear itself Hero Clicks tournament. That's right. And Kim danded.
3: Yay!
1: <laughs> we have all danded.
3: <laughs> I did have help.
1: Yeah, no. But you know what? You also put your team together. You
2: figured out who you wanted,
1: and she ended up winning this null Hero Click,
2: which is awesome. I'm holding it right now.
1: Yeah, it, it basically it almost looks like aliens,
2: and it's all black, so they couldn't mess up the paint. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they would find a way. It's it's
1: Wizkid's crowning jewel of their Heroclix. <laughs> it's basically this thing is beast. He just destroys people. Um, one of his attacks that I love is actually called Break Everything. So can, you can't go wrong with something called Pretty Break self-explanatory. Everything. Yeah, yeah, but it was just it was really awesome seeing Kim first time in a Heroclix tournament. She won for her side, which I believe you were the mighty. Oh no! You were the worthy. The
3: worthy,
1: and that was awesome.
0: Yeah, I actually got I got a chance this week to pick up um, King of Tokyo: The Halloween Edition. Oh, you got it? <clears throat> yeah, I picked up from Myriad during the Extra Life event, awesome. and um, got a really got a chance to play it. A lot, a lot of fun. You know, it's it's still the basic same dice. It's additional cards that go with the cards that you tend to purchase in the game, but the costume artwork is tremendous, and you could have multiple costumes. And since we didn't play with it before, we stacked it all on the top. So everyone got to play through the costumes, which was really a lot of fun. That's cool. And if you attack somebody with three claws, you could pay the cost to steal their costume. So Earl, I think, was a princess zombie. And (laughs) Brian had the cheerleader. And if you're the cheerleader, if you cheer another monster's attack, they get an additional damage against somebody else. So Brian was over there cheering the entire time. <laughs> that was really
2: good.
0: So it was a lot of fun. And, you, and we talked about this previously. You get two new characters. And with their evolutions, there's a new type of evolution called a treat evolution. So um, since these were like Halloween versions, you got to kind of give like... One of, the, one of the evolutions was a candy. You give a candy treat to someone. And it negates all the damage you would take that turn. But they get the card so they can play it later on that's in the game. Cool. So those treats kind of bounce around throughout the game. It was a lot of fun. It's definitely worth picking up.
1: Yeah, you played that game a couple of times too, right? Like I, I saw you break out like two rounds of it. Yeah, it was then, a lo-
0: It was great. We It was pretty quick too. And uh, we, we had a bunch of new people playing at the event, so a lot of fun.
1: That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I got to get it in one round of that. And I
0: should say one thing. When you go through the deck of cards, they one of the cards in there is... Actually has the apartment building from Ghostbusters, nice. and it yeah, says, right. and it says in the it says in the pack this card cannot be used with this game. It has to be used with the Manha- with the Manhattan
1: cards. Yeah, um, King of New York.
0: King of New York is going to be coming out. That's the big surprise that they were kind of holding back. There's going to be a full box version of King of Tokyo but King of New York with new monsters and new abilities and new cards. I want that. So want
1: they're that already out, cool. And I've been yeah.
0: talking about this for a while. Why you know, you're gonna have monsters, why are you not gonna have the the marshmallow man right?
1: I, you know there's going to be something incredibly close.
0: Yes, it's going to be fun.
1: There's going to be, like, Tasty Puffy Guy or yeah, something. Tasty, <laughs> right.
0: Legally distinct Tasty, yeah. tasty Puffy <laughs> Guy. guy.
1: Red stripe on the
0: that. head. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: I just want to know if there's something you can do to animate the Statue of Liberty to fight him.
0: <sighs> That'd be awesome.
1: <laughs> that was one of the costumes,
0: though. The Statue
1: of Liberty costume. Yeah. And it
0: was cute because the monster in the picture has one eye. So, yeah, it's pretty cute. <laughs> That's
2: good.
1: Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, even though we didn't get too much else in besides the event this week... I'm looking forward to this weekend. I'm feeling my battery's kind of back at a good level.
2: Yeah, I'm looking recharged. forward to getting
1: a lot, of, yeah, a lot of gaming in.
2: Yeah. And we've got a couple, too, sitting there waiting to be reviewed. Oh, yeah. So we got to whip them out. I know Brian's past me. When are you going to review Amerigo? I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, re- yeah. I was reading the book today. The game looks amazing. So Yeah, so next episode we're going to have a ton of new game reviews for you. All
1: right. I can't wait for it. In the meanwhile, uh, I think for the end of the night, since we didn't really get to do Icons over the event... I want to have you guys do a little bit of icons, and you have your new enemy, Baron von Yellowvich.
2: <laughs> what's his, what's his uh, superpower or mega power?
1: He's just going to keep saying things of insanity until eventually you're as nuts as he is. <laughs> but you really enjoy it when it's happening.
2: <laughs> the siren song of the Yellowvich. Very much. <laughs>
1: I can't look away. So funny. So even though you guys are going to be finding them, I want you to help me design them, because that is going to be the ultimate arch (laughs) enemy for our new group. Yo, bitch!
0: From the front of the store, what? (laughs) (laughs) So alright
1: guys, so this is Dan signing off.
0: This is Anthony. This is Kim. And this is Chris. And until next time, we'll save you a seat at the table.